Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Midday Joy with Unati. 12 to 3 p.m. on Kaya FM. For the year after we've lost the loved one, we're hit with a lot of firsts. First birthdays without that loved one. First Christmas without that loved one. Anniversaries. Different things, right? Milestones. It also happens when it comes to our annual calendar. Because right about now, usually... <laughs> We're planning that Easter weekend, you know. We're planning that end of March weekend. And usually all roads lead to Cape Town, to Africa's largest stage. Uh, Africa's biggest stage and the fourth largest stage in the world. And this we know as the Cape Town International Jazz Festival. And usually we're asking ourselves, as music lovers, we're not talking about the performers now. As music lovers, we're asking ourselves, are we going to do one night or two nights? Because, you know, we have that two-night package. But maybe the artists we want to see are one night. And then we go through the timetable and we're like, oh, my gosh, two of my favorite artists are performing at the same time. So what are we going to do? And then you ask yourself, okay, is Kirk Wallum coming this year? Is it Erica Badu this year? Is it the one and only Jonathan Butler this year? And as musicians, we go through the same anxiety. Oh, my gosh, am I going to get booked this year? Oh, I did get booked and I'm performing to the stars but please 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 can they make sure they're not they don't put me at the same time as like a black coffee because you know you're doing through all of that and last year a week before the cape town international jazz festival do you know what happened 3,700 employees were told there's no more we're gonna have to cancel the festival because there's a huge pandemic 3,700 employees were told this year unfortunately you cannot perform Musicians all around the world who usually gather at Africa's largest stage were told instantaneously that everything they represent and what they are is criminal. Because gatherings are criminal. Concerts are criminal. Live performances are criminal. But then the organizers had to reimagine the Cape Town International Jazz Festival. And for me, that is the biggest thing that I marvel over, is how do we reimagine the Cape Town International Jazz Festival? Because it's been around for so long and a part of our lives. Every single year, we know, around about this time, we're starting to buy flight tickets and we're starting to book accommodation if it's not full. And we're still questioning the one night or the two. So on the line, I have co-founder and festival director of the Cape Town International Jazz Festival. Mr. Billy Domingo to give us some insights on how is the new reimagined Cape Town International Jazz Festival. Good afternoon, Billy. Thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. Well, I was mesmerized listening to you. I even forgot that I was supposed to say something. That was so amazing. And now it's, <laughs> thank you for the It's intro. the truth, no, though. Uh, I know. Look, as we said, and as you know, because you're the host of Jazz Fix, our new program. And that you came about in this, uh, in this whole madness where the chairman of our board decided it was people before profits. And he, he was not going to have this festival go down. And, and that was a wise decision. You say it but so flippantly, said, Billy, though. And, and I want no. to come back to it because it's a very profound ethos to live by. Very, very few organizations put people before profits. So I want us to slow down on that and, and, and focus on the fact that it was. You put people before profits and the, and the lives of those people you didn't want to be a global concentrated event spreader. We looked at it, and uh, short of eight mail, uh, we were told, oh, you've been very dramatic, you're very acting, you're not scientists, you're not this, you're not that. 
um, this pandemic can pass. Uh, all the other events were going ahead around us. And, uh, yeah, we, the Friday, our chairman of the board came up and Doc said, no, I'm sorry, this is not going to happen. Um, my decision overdone. We all agreed 100%. Yeah. And I had to go on air and tell every radio station that it was cancelled because of this. And the next Monday, the president announced there will be no events. But talking that, you know, I mean, it's exactly what you said. About 3,750 people who were employed indirectly and directly for the festival, yeah. they lost that livelihood. Less and than seven mission, days before the festival itself. As you know, you were one of the 400, over the years, 450 musicians coming out to play. Of course. Bands, um, gone. Okay, it's over. But the one thing I think that I, I, I applaud ESP Africa for in the sense, firstly, they never retrenched any of the staff. They kept, uh, the chair said, no, it's staying, uh, this will pass. And he kept us all on the full team and said, make it current, make it alive, keep it going, let the brand never die, and I'll pay your salaries. Don't worry about that. So our full team were kept back, and he said, just be creative, which we were. And then we looked at the archives and thought, you know, like, I know this is a bad uh, uh, similarity, but like you said, what happened when Kenny was happened? What happened 9-11? What happened this? What happened then? What were you doing that day? And you think back and say, okay, the the year's 2019. uh, It's March. The show is, say, Jonathan Butler playing on Kippies. I can't make it. I couldn't get a flight. As you know, the flights were always booked out. I couldn't see that or I was there. It was an incredible show. I like to share that with my family. I like to share that with friends. I hear the singer. These, the footage that you've seen, that we've seen, and that we're going to showcase has never, ever been YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. It is out of the archive. So this is an exclusive out of the archive. And if somebody did show it and I saw it then, I would be very rich because I would sue that person because that would be copyright infringement yeah. of our artists and of us. Park that. So what we did was we went back into time, looked at the archives and said, let's do something that let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the festival and the the history and the rich history. So we went and looked at, and because Jonathan Butler is a brand ambassador and he's a household name, I mean, there's the, the Massey Kellers and everybody else, but there is also uh, this young man who grew up on, in, in Cape Town, the Cape Platinum School, the Cape Town International Jazz Festival. Yeah. So we went and, and we looked at the footage and it was incredible from Lies to all the other songs. And then we said, but hang on, why don't we look at two-part system? A golden circle pass so that you can see the show up front, in, 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 on stage, around stage, the whole performance as if you were with us exactly that day. Yeah. And then it's go with a backstage pass and go and meet the artist and find mm. out from him, hey, what are you doing? What's happening now? How does it feel? And you know because you asked the question. And, and, and those are uh, the, the thought patterns I got to put this together. And, uh, you know, we then went to, to try and find sponsors because, remember, we pay every artist that, that, uh, that plays. So uh, the Johnsons get paid, the Judas get paid, whoever we're going to put out there. Yes. And then I got the question, if I may just uh, detract for a second, why is it that we're not listening to Candy Dolfo, we're not listening to Cluster, we're not listening to international artists? You know, I, when I last looked, and as I'm looking outside, I'm in Africa. Yeah. I'm an African. 
and my African artists are dying and starving as much as the international. So if I'm going to set the example, well, we, you know, I hate the I would. Yeah. The company decided, let us support these, these artists. Let us pay. Look, it won't be the full performance fee as you would get for a normal show. Yeah. But let us pay them. We've already paid them for the performance that night. But that's irrelevant. It's now. How can we help them? How can we give them an income? And that's why we are uniquely different. We are paying every one of the performers that performed, each one of the main artists. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Judith and Jonathan Will and Sutherland. Mikasa as well. We've got Mantella oh, yeah. Queens, Mum Hilda joined us as well. What what oh, what yeah. what I love about what you're saying is when we were interviewing Mikasa and Jay something and the sadness in his voice when and I quoted him when he said, Unati, we woke up and all of a sudden everything we did is, has been criminalized. And for me that broke my heart as 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 a musician but also I have other sources of income so I, I, I didn't feel it as much as my fellow musicians so it's, it was wonderful to sit by them to just talk uh, about their lives and where they find themselves uh, at the moment the first episode of Jazz Fix which is available at CompuTicket features Grammy Award nominated Jonathan Butler himself He, his sadness with not being able to touch the motherland and come home um, is what got me the most but what, what, what is a highlight for you for the people who are going to um, watch the concert on Saturday the 27th when, once they get their ticket what's one thing you can leave us with um, about Mr. JB apart from the fact that he has been our mouthpiece through all our themes whether it's apartheid or our newfound freedom and now with his new compositions um, that he has with, with the, the lockdown and how we find ourselves um, in but you know him on a personal level so what, what highlight can you give us that, that we could look forward to not just from his performance but also from the one-on-one um, interview that he does with Jazz Fix Well the thing that struck me the most was the fact that he spoke and applauded our training and development, said that the next generation yeah. of Jonathan Butler will come from South Africa. And I love that the fact that he spoke there from Johannesburg to Durban to wherever he spent his life growing up. Yeah. Uh, people touched him. And what I liked was, and you will see the collaborations that he did that night with young artists. And I mean, I'm still in awe. Um, with the Don Vino uh, uh, a part that played and, and how he speaks. And genuinely, when you listen to him and you see him coming live from, from L.A., the way he spoke about, hey, man, I just want to come home and start an academy. I just <laughs> want to come home me. and be part of Africa. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see in your eyes. I could see in your eyes. And that's, that's one of the beauties about you presenting is the eyes of the mirror. So, and you... you I saw how it got those interviews that came in because people don't realize that there are going to be interviews that are absolutely one-off, astounding, never heard. Because the way you approach the questions is unique. It's not like, oh, what do you do on Wednesday? Well, if it's Wednesday, we must eat fish. Oh, the standard questions were never brought through by you. And, and I think that's what mesmerized me sitting there watching the television, uh, being televised, because I think people are going to be entertained. Yeah. And me, after doing this for 53 years, I was entertained. I thoroughly... So, I mean, for 80, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to plug too much, but for 80 Rand, to have a Saturday night and you've got your whole family and friends around you, yeah. to be able to watch it every month, 
you know, and, 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 and I must applaud our sponsors like IO Technology and, and, and Headset Solutions and, and all the others who are getting together to put packages on. Without the support of sponsors, none of these endeavors can ever, you know, uh, uh, happen. And, and I, I, I think that it's not uh, for, for us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be get ready to, when we do the Jazz Fest, our chairman has said it will happen. It's just to be able to share and to bring these performances into the homes of all South Africans. And now we've known that it's going around the world. I know that Ivory Coast is brought in, Angola's brought in, Nigeria's brought in, Canada's Zambia's brought in, in. <laughs> Canada's brought in, America's brought in, yeah. New Orleans is just brought in now. Yes. So we are, we are, we're going to. We're going to showcase our artists around the world. Oh. But what I would like is that just by tuning in, uh, Headset Solutions is sending out prizes. Uh, the guys that put up great competitions, please go to the website, uh, uh, com, yes. and you can learn more. And not only supporting us, but support the artists and support the arts. And hopefully we can later put in an up-and-coming up artist uh, find a new young legend, find somebody else that can replace the ones we so sadly lost. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I hope that made sense. I may have walked <laughs> a bit there, but you know me. It certainly did, Billy, and thank you. I think as, as I bid you adieu and say thank you for, for what you continuously contribute to the South African music industry. Thank you for also reminding us of the, the giants whose shoulders we stand on. There's a phenomenal tribute that's coming through um, for Brahu Masikela himself, which has been supported by his foundation. A wonderful tribute, as we said, to Dada Matlatini through the interview we have with Mama um, Hilda from the Mahotela Queens. We we pay tribute to Oliver Mtukudzi. There's just so much that you continuously do. So I guess in the words of Al Jiro, we're in this love together. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Midday Joy with Unati. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.